Hello, this is Veronica from newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Friday, the 22nd of April. India registered 2,451 COVID-19 cases and 54 linked deaths in the last 24 hours, according to the Union Health Ministry. The total COVID tally stands at over 4 crore 30 lakh, with 14,421 active cases. The death toll has crossed 5,22,000. The active cases comprise 0.03% of the total infections, while the recovery rate remains at 98.76%. So far, India has administered 187 crore COVID-19 vaccinations. As of today, 84.7 crore people in India are fully vaccinated. The Council for Indian School Certificate Examination has made COVID vaccination compulsory for ICSC Class 10 and ISC Class 12 students who will be appearing for board exams on April 25th. In New Delhi, the state government has said that students and teachers are not allowed to enter school premises without thermal scans. This is part of guidelines issued by the Delhi government in light of the surge in cases. Meanwhile, in China's Shanghai, authorities have said that they will tighten the lockdown as COVID cases see a continuous rise in the country's financial capital, the BBC reported. Some of the new steps undertaken include evacuation of people from buildings for disinfection and electronic door alarms to prevent the infected from leaving. Globally, COVID-19 has infected over 500 million people, claiming the lives of over 6.2 million according to the World Health Organization. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson met Prime Minister Narendra Modi today as part of his two-day visit to India, NDTV reported. Free trade between the two countries was a major talking point. The British Prime Minister said, and I quote, We aim to have a new free trade agreement by Diwali. We appreciate the tariffs being dropped by India on certain goods and commodities and in return, we too are dropping some tariffs we levy. We also look forward to the close cooperation shared between the UK's NHS and India's health services. Apart from this, Johnson also said that India and Britain will have a defence and security partnership as part of which London will help Delhi build indigenous fighter jets, the Times of India reported. Johnson added that India and Britain have a shared interest in keeping the Indo-Pacific open and free. The Prime Minister's tour kicked off on Thursday in Gujarat. As part of his visit, Johnson inaugurated a factory of British heavy equipment manufacturer JCB. Visuals of the British Prime Minister perched on a bulldozer have since sparked outrage among several Indian citizens who have said that the move was tone-deaf to the demolition drive which took place in Delhi's Jahangirpuri on Wednesday. Johnson and his spokesperson had refused to directly comment on the demolition at the time but had said that it would be talked about during his meeting with Modi. Listeners, on April 16th, communal violence erupted in Delhi's Jahangirpuri. Following the violence, on Wednesday, seven bulldozers raised down several shops and the gate of a mosque with officials saying that they were illegal constructions. Livelihoods of both Hindus and Muslims were lost due to this. My colleague Nidhi Suresh went on the ground and reported on how, despite the violence, some friendships remain. You can read her report on newslaundry.com. It is titled, I Never Thought They Hated Muslims. After Jahangir Puri demolition drive, friendships that survived. 
The reason we are able to report on issues of public interest such as this, without any pressure from political parties or corporations, is because we don't depend on them for ads. We rely only on you to support us. So, if you're not a part of our independent news model already, head over to newslaundry.com and click on the red subscription button on the top right corner of the screen. Subscriptions start as low as Rs. 300 only. Pay to keep news free. The Supreme Court today rejected NCP leader Nawab Malik's special leave petition seeking release from jail, Live Law reported. The petition challenged the Enforcement Directorate's arrest of the leader in connection with a money laundering case. Malik had moved the Supreme Court against the Bombay High Court's March 15th order, which had refused him interim release. A bench comprising Justices D.Y. Chandrachud and Surya Kant said, and I quote, We are not inclined to exercise jurisdiction under Article 136 when the investigation is at the nascent stage. The observation of the HC on merits, it is clarified, is confined to the question of whether interim relief was required to be granted and shall not come in the way of parties taking recourse to the rights available in law. Unquote. Senior advocate Kapil Sibyl, appearing for Malik, had said that there was no prima facie case and asserted that Malik was quote-unquote not in the picture. He said, and I quote, the special court is not going to grant me bail with a 5,000-page charge sheet filed. There is no prima facie case. There is no predicate offence. How can PMLA be invoked? Unquote. The ED had arrested Malik in February based on an FIR which accused the Maharashtra leader of terror funding. Malik was allegedly involved in land dealings with terrorist Daud Ibrahim's sister, according to the agency. The Jharkhand High Court has granted bail to Rashtriya Janta Dal Chief Lalu Prasad Yadav today, PTI reported. Yadav's counsel, Prabhat Kumar, told PTI and I quote, The Jharkhand High Court has accepted our petition for suspension of the sentence and has granted bail. We had pleaded that he has served half of his five-year sentence in this case, unquote. Yadav had been sentenced to five years in prison by a CBI court for his involvement in a fodder scam. He was accused of embezzling 139 crore rupees and fined 60 lakh rupees by the CBI court. The RJD leader was accused of embezzling public funds in various districts and has already secured bail for cases linked to Dumka, Deoghar and Chaibasa treasuries. The Delhi High Court has said that student activist Umar Khalid's speech at Amravati was obnoxious and insightful, Bar and Bench reported. Khalid had filed an appeal against the trial court's order, which denied him bail in the Delhi riots conspiracy case. Khalid's lawyer, Tridip Pais, had argued that the activist was not in Delhi when the riots had taken place. He further argued, and I quote, The police went to TV channels requesting for that speech. Channels tell them that they received it from a politician. Special court didn't even give a finding that this speech is provocative. Unquote. A bench of Justices Siddharth Mridul and Rajneesh Bhatnagar asked, and I quote, These expressions being used, don't you think they incite people? It gives the impression that only one community was fighting against the British. Did Gandhiji ever employ this language? Did Bhagat Singh ever employ this? Is this what Gandhiji told us? Unquote. The bench added that they were not surprised the FIR was premised on this part of Khalid's speech and said that it was not acceptable. 
the matter will be heard next on April 27th. Khalid has been booked under the UAPA for his alleged involvement in what police have called a conspiracy related to the 2020 Delhi riots. His speech from Amravati is now being used as evidence. Last year, Pais had argued that Delhi police's entire case was based on edited footage from Republic and News 18. The Al-Aqsa Mosque compound in Jerusalem witnessed clashes between Palestinians and Israeli forces as the latter raided the premises again. At least 31 Palestinians have reportedly been injured, Reuters reported. The fresh incident came despite Israel temporarily halting Jewish visits, which are seen by the Palestinians as a provocation. Since 2003, Israel has allowed settlers into the compound almost daily. According to Reuters, Israeli police forces entered the compound and fired rubber bullets at a crowd of 200 Palestinians after claims that the Palestinians had been hurling stones and moved towards the western wall where Jewish worship was underway. Al Jazeera reported that three journalists were also injured in the clashes. Apart from this, there were also reports of a small fire in the compound. There has been a surge in clashes and violence around the compound which holds religious significance for Muslims, Jews and Christians. Tensions at the mosque have been on the rise partly due to the coinciding of the holy month of Ramzan and the Jewish Passover. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Please.